When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're discussing a pair of crime comedies starring Abhishek Bachchan, both from 2005. First up, Bachchan teams up with Randy Mukherjee to carry out a series of low-level cons in Shad Ali's Bunty or Bobbly. Then Bachchan teams up with Ritesh Deshmukh to carry out a series of low-level cons in Rohan Sippy's Bluffmaster. Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. Uh, you, you really you really wanted the joke of us describing the movies the exact same way. So Yeah, well, there. it's kind You're of weird. Welcome. He did two fairly <laughs> similar movies in the same year. That's not to say he shot them at the same time, but like they came out in the same year. Yeah, and uh, Bunty or Bubbly came out. It was like his first film that was released that year, mm-hmm. and Bluffmaster was the last one. Hmm. <laughs> There's some in between as well. So that's that's an interesting thing to have happen. Sure, sure. I mean, so interesting. We're making an episode about it. Yeah. Well, we uh, wanted something easy, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. we just moved and things so are still gone. kind of up in the air. We've been gone. We've been gone for about a month. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Uh, moving. Yes, we moved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were there. <laughs> yes. So this is the first episode that we're recording in our new place. Um, how does the new room tone sound? I don't know. Can you hear the uh, humming thing outside? Let mm-hmm. us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a rather busy month for us uh, with kind of, we were out of town for a little bit and then we packed up our entire life, moved it and unpacked it uh, all while, you know, continuing to go to work mm-hmm. and manage through the fourth wave of a pandemic. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, our government has entirely given up on us, and it's uh, Mad Max out there, folks. So we wanted something uh, just a little a little straightforward, a little easy, uh, something light to, mm-hmm. to bring us back after this break that we've had. Boosh. Exactly. And you've been wanting to watch Bluffmaster for a while, Matt, I think based solely on the name Bluffmaster. Yeah, and the exclamation point. <laughs> Right, Bluffmaster. It's Bluffmaster, all one word, exclamation point. Yeah. Before we get to Bluffmaster, we're going to talk about Bunty or Bobbly. Yeah. Another decent movie that starts with a B and is about uh, Abhishek Bachchan doing cons on people. Yes, came out in 2005, directed by Shad Ali, uh, from a story by Aditya Chopra and produced by Aditya Chopra, so it's hmm. a Yash Raj film. Starts Abhishek Bachchan, Rani Mukherjee, and Amitabh Bachchan. Oh... And thus our troubles begin. It's a family affair. Uh, this film was a big hit. It was the second highest grossing film of the year. And it was nominated for eight Filmfare Awards. Wow. Including Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actor. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, interestingly enough. Supporting actor for uh, Amitabh? For Amitabh Bachchan. Okay. Uh, but he won Best Actor mm-hmm. for Black, and Rani Mukherjee won Best, Ac- Best Actress for Black. Well deserved, <laughs> I think, actually. Yeah, so I, I, I just thought it was interesting that kind of like two of the films that were very big contenders were Amitabh Bachchan and Rani Mukherjee joints. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won, though, for Best Music, Best Lyrics, and Best Playback Singer Female. Hmm. And from what I was reading on Wikipedia, I don't know. This seems... This seems like wishful thinking. I, I don't know. I don't know how true this is. May, I, this seems like something cooked up by the media. Is or I by think. the marketing department. No, I think it's by the media. Uh, but apparently many real-life couples in India were inspired by the film and emulated Bunty or Bobley's crimes. Ah, okay. Uh, again, I think that's the media saying, like, yeah. oh, look at these... Look at these couples pulling low-level cons. It's just like that movie that's yeah, popular. Yeah, that seems like someone's just digging for ratings. Yeah. Uh, so a spiritual sequel, Bunty or Bobbly 2, uh, is set to come out with Rani Mukherjee, but this time with Saif Ali Khan and Sidhant Chaturvedi. Uh, it was supposed to be released in, I believe, June 2020. What happened? Well, it's been postponed because of the pandemic. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, but again, I think that it's, old thing. it's going to be a spiritual sequel, not a direct sequel. I don't know if Rani Mukherjee will be playing the same character. I mean, she would be 16 years older than the original. Oh, and their son would be 16. Mm. Mm. And how old is Sidhan Chaturvedi? Not, not 16. Not 16. <laughs> like Bollywood ever care. Yeah. So the plot of this movie is relatively straightforward. And we should say it is an in and as. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Abhishek and Rani Mukherjee in and as Bunty or Bobbly. And also Vimmy and uh, I forget his name. Rakesh. Simi. S- no, no. Simi's in uh, oh, right, Bluffmaster. Yeah. I think it's Vimmy and I believe he's Rakesh. Yes, I think so. Um, but we're just going to call them Bunty or Bobbly because... Yeah, but they're playing a double role? Well, I mean, <laughs> sort of. So... Abhishek Bakshan is kind of a small town guy who uh, has a lot of big dreams. Mostly involving a shower that he hooked up. <laughs> yes, mostly. And he wants to charge people to take a shower. Mostly involving an outdoor shower. Uh, and he doesn't really feel supported by his parents. Who want him to get a job. <laughs> and get married. I think. And get married. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of ends up leaving home to kind of go and make his fortune. More than leaving home. He steals his dad's railways uniform mm-hmm. and uh, just like scams a ride. Exactly. Well, thus starts his life of crime. Thus starting his life of crime. Rani Mukherjee is a small town girl who dreams of being a model. She wants to enter the Miss India pageant, but her parents are not having it and want to get her married. Mm -hmm. So she also runs away from her parents. And thus the two meet up. uh, After failing at the things they want to do. Yes, after failing at the things they want to do uh, in a railway station. And thus they, they team up and start living a life of crime together. And the goal is essentially to get to Mumbai uh, where they can make it big and Rani Mukherjee can start to build her modeling career. Yeah, they want. But, they, they keep saying that they want to actually do, like he's got financial schemes and she yeah. wants to be a model, but they just love stealing. Yeah, they just love stealing. A lot of low-level... Stealing level, looks a lot of, like a lot of fun, actually. A lot of low-level crimes and, and largely the people that they're, that they're conning seem to kind of deserve it for the most part. Yeah, and also presumably have insurance. Yeah, and so that's like... The first half of the movie, a lot of fun. 
And then in the second half of the movie, we're introduced to Amitabh Bachchan, who is a cop who is on the tail of Bunty or Bubbly. Because the media has been... He's a badass, too. Yeah, and the media has been following them. Like, Bunty or Bubbly have come, like, become kind of like folk heroes, like mm-hmm. Bonnie and Clyde. You know, so they're in the media. They leave, like, a bee with a little heart around it. Two bees. B, B, exactly. heart. And, uh, yeah, Bachchan Amitabh... To be specific, uh, literally does breath, brush his teeth with a bottle of Jack in this movie, <laughs> thus proving uh, Kesha right. Although I'm not sure when that song came out, so she might have learned it from him. I, you know what? I 2005 would, would be around the same time. I would love to see Amitabh Bachchan and Kesha hang out. I think yeah. that would be really fun. And brushing their teeth with a bottle of Jack Why and not? Pitbull. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Uh, so along the way, as as you would expect, Bunty or Bubbly uh, fall in love. Uh, and then they find themselves, you know, with a cop on their on their trail. And how will they leave this alluring life of crime uh, to potentially go and just be happy together? I guess that's that's the plot. Yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed the f- about the first half of this film. Yeah, this was a really up until fun interval, movie. It's great. Up until interval. Yeah, yeah. As soon as Zombie Top shows up, though. It goes from being a four-star movie to a two-star movie. So then it ends up being a three-star movie. Right. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about it, too. Like, I think the the building of the relationship between Abhishek Bachchan and Rani Mukherjee is... It's a lot of fun. Rani Mukherjee looks amazing, and I think she has, yeah. like, a great fashion sense in this film. I especially love kind of... You're supposed to assume that she's making all of the clothes herself because that's... Yeah. Her character is very yeah. fashion forward. And there's like a song sequence where you see them in like doing a bunch of their cons, pulling off a bunch of cons and her outfits keep changing and I just mm-hmm. think there's a so lot of... So does his, but his aren't that exciting. Yeah, but her style just keep cha- keeps changing and I think there's a lot of fun. And I think especially watching her um, kind of fall into different personas mm-hmm. and different characters is really fun. Kind of the, one of the bigger schemes we see in the film is them like selling the Taj Mahal yeah, to, to this a American, rich white guy. Yeah. yeah, to this rich American whose wife wants to get or fiance Who's wants Australian to get married. Australian fiance, I think. I think so. Yeah, his name yeah. is Epstein as well, which is oof. <laughs> yeah. In light of recent events, I don't know. But you're not just always seeing her kind of playing like the honey trap and all these cons. No, like she, she plays like a, a government minister. Yeah. And she's kind of frumpy looking. Yeah, so she really like throws herself into all these different personas and it's just, it's a lot of fun to watch. Women don't often get to do that. Uh, guys get to put on accents and like do weird gags all the time, but yeah. she gets to do that and it is fun. Well, and I think kind of watching her in the first half of this performance, I came up with a brilliant idea. I'm really into this idea. Uh-huh. I think Randy Mukherjee should play the villain in the fourth Doom film. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, she could do it. I would be really excited to see like what they could do with her as the villain. And and the villains in those films are always like, well, except for maybe the, the first one. They're there kind are, of, you were rooting for them. Yeah, you're kind of rooting for them. They're somewhat likable, but I just think, you know, like... John Abraham and his guys worked at a pizza place. I mean, that's kind of fun. <laughs> the Doom, the Doom films are a bit like the Fast and Furious films in the way that they escalate. Yeah. So yeah, I want to see. She's Randy got Mukherjee a space station. Fly, <laughs> yeah, I have a space station in the fourth Doom film. Make it happen. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff here with um, 
uh, green screens mm. because I found that scenes on trains and some driving scenes have kind of like a really artificial looking green screen and like they'll shake the set mm. and I, I felt it was kind of like trying to look like the 50s or 60s kind of it, it put me in mind of a Hitchcock or something like there's a fun, it's artificial and you you're in on the joke there's a fun it's theatrical yeah there's a fun thea- exactly there's a fun theatrical style here to the film like it's really brightly lit and I think sometimes just like a lot of extraneous camera angles yeah and Bluffmaster is the same problem <laughs> But as soon as Bacha, as soon as Amitabh shows up, we're treated to a kind of loser cop on the edge character, and we've seen that many times. We want to go back to the husband and wife committing crimes that we like already. Yeah. And we're instead our time is taken up with his sorry ass. Well, and I think like the film was really banking on the star persona of Amitabh Bachchan, and I am not and, yeah. denying he has an insane star persona. And he kind of outclasses his son. Which is the risk you take when, you know, your dad is, like, the biggest actor of all time. Yeah. So, like, I could see bringing him in as a publicity stunt, but they use him too much. Yeah, so you would prefer if this had just been, like, a cameo, just a friendly? Yeah. Yeah. And... Because I don't, I don't really think we care about the cop trying to track them down. Although... And there's too many references one, to things. There's, like, in-jokes between the two of them. It's annoying. He has one really good move, though. Which one? When he's interrogating a guy who's playing, oh, who's playing a, a tuba, tuba. <laughs> and he stuffs his uh, scarf inside the tuba and then holds a guy's nose, that was a good that was a good interrogation technique. In the annals I of mean, cops intimidating witnesses and beating them up, I think that's pretty high up there. You do need to find a witness who's playing a tuba yeah. in order to pull that off. It's a high risk move, <laughs> but the rewards are plenty. Yeah. But yeah, I just found that it kind of turned into Om Shanti Om or something. When he shows up, because it's all in jokes about movies mm. and that kind of thing, and I was just enjoying the like movie it's before. Quite, um, it's not that it's, but, yeah. but like it's it's just trying to play off their star personas. Yeah, and I was enjoying the movie before that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it needed that, mm-hmm. so I got annoyed. Yeah, I guess I just like I don't know. I'm trying to think like if if the cop on their trail really needs to just be put Ajay Gev- Devgan in there as developed as a character as much as they do with Amitabh Bachchan. I mean, obviously that like, I mean, it works in like something like Catch Me If You Can, right? Like, yeah. And I think that's kind of... But you still get a lot of Leo in that movie. Like it's not, yeah. you don't really see a ton about Tom Hanks. He's always acting in opposition to Leo. Yeah. Um, and sometimes he, uh, you know, he has that good joke with his, uh, uh, his, uh, uh, lieutenants, where it's like knock knock, go himself, <laughs> and it's funny to see. Uh, it's funny to see Tom Hanks do that because he doesn't do that often. Yeah. Um, whereas Amitab, we've seen him do so many different kinds of roles that a, a cop on the edge is not exactly new for him. Well, and I also I don't think it helps introducing him like midway through the film. Yeah, he could have been the narrator or something like he's done so many times, and that would have made more sense organically. There was a narrator. Is he the one narrating kind of at the top? It might have been him. There was a narrator that introduces both of them. Then the narrator disappears, and then near the end, he comes in and narrates. So maybe it was him at the beginning, but if you want to use him, like use him throughout. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just is jarring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and his character is such a sad sack as well that it's just boring to hear from him. Yeah. I think maybe he should have been introduced a bit earlier. I don't know. I don't think he should have been in the movie, but that's a marketing decision, basically. Yeah. 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 
And I mean, I don't know. It's interesting to me that this is the same year that Black came out with him and Randy Mercury, which is just like, that's a fantastic movie. And there's a item number with a Shwari Rai in it. Yes. That. Which is a very popular song. It's pretty good, but like. One, two Filmfare Awards. It is very. We're going to play it. It is very weird that, uh, you know, she goes on to marry Abhishek a couple of years later. But really, it's between her and Amitabh that's the kind of romantic pairing in the song. Yeah, yeah, because she's kind of like... She's flirting with him, and he's told this story about how he met a girl on a bus one time, and he's sad. Exactly. Uh, It's it's a great number. It's probably the best part of the movie. It's it's up there. I like some of... It's probably the best part of the second half, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she, she looks amazing. Uh, from what I understand, they weren't together at the time. Because mm-hmm. uh, my understanding of the uh, kind of the timeline of Abhishek Bachchan and Shreya Rai is that they fall in love on the set of Doom 2. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they, they get together kind of shortly after this, from what I understand. They fall in love shortly after this. I really, one of the Valentine's Day episodes that has not come to fruition because of issues uh, getting a hold of the films is an episode on movies starring Abhishek Bachchan and Ashraya Rai. I really want to watch Sure, Guru. or just movies where the main, the main actors got together afterwards or something. Or are a real life couple and continue yeah. to be a real life couple. Because there's many of those. Yeah, but Guru is like, I really, really, really want to see Guru. I've seen that around, so I think it's available right now. Yeah, I think Guru is available. I think so it's hopefully kind it's of some sticks of the around until February. So. Yeah, yeah. I I think we'll we'll try and do that that Jody for for Valentine's Day finally. Yeah, um, but because people really, the two of them, I mean, the yeah. two of them are iconic. It's very they're a very charming couple in real life, and it's fun to see the three of them dance and kind of like knowing, oh, you will soon all be a family. <laughs> yeah, but I, people really like this movie. It did really well, mm-hmm. and I was I was let down because it was really that second half just derailed the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I did not have fun. I just, I, I also think like the tone switches so much in the second half. The first half is, it's, it's criminals and love on the run, right? Yeah, and it's not great concept. It's not scary. It's not, um, it's lighthearted throughout. But then it just becomes too in jokey and winky winky as soon as yeah. his dad shows up. And then also, he was carrying the movie. He didn't like him and Randy Mukherjee were doing a fine job. Yeah. You don't need to bring in. Uh, Amitabh. And then also, spoiler alert, Babli is pregnant mm-hmm. for a big part of the second half. And it becomes about how they're going to figure out how to leave this life of crime so that they can save their baby and have a normal family and how their priorities change. Which and I that's guess, boring. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's Do a very forever. mature and somewhat relatable shift. Especially well, we stopped doing crimes a long time ago. <laughs> And I have to say, I don't like the straight life. I would rather go back to doing crimes all the time. Yeah. I think it's a relatable shift, especially for people who, you know, do aspire to, to have a family. It just, I don't know. It, I think it's a boring shift for a movie. Yeah. Well, it, it turns her character by the end into, uh-oh, oh, no, her stomach hurts. Uh, is it the baby? Yeah. Like, it, she doesn't really do as much. She drives the car, basically, and then... There's a heist at the airport, and like mm-hmm. she doesn't do as much anymore because she's yeah. relegated to keeping the baby alive. And then it turns her into, you know, um, like this mother who's concerned about her baby. Yeah, it's lame. I don't know. It's just like I think 
the dynamic becomes has less spark in the second half. So, I, I mean, I do recommend this film. I did enjoy it. I yeah. just, I, I was disappointed with the, uh, with kind of the, the how the second half plays out. Yeah, me too. But I think like these cons are really fun. The chemistry between Abhishek Bachchan and Randy Mukherjee is really good. I really like Randy Mukherjee's performance here. My favorite is when uh, she romances a guy who owns a uh, department store. And she says, I'm going to buy like all of these uh, dishwashers, I think. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he's happy about this. But they don't realize that Abhishek is just shoveling all the other merchandise into the dishwashers. And also puts himself in a dishwasher box. So... Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, there's a lot of fun here. It's really inventive. The, I think the music's really fun. It looks really great. It's colorful. Like you say, there's kind of that green screen issue, and sometimes... Well, it's not an issue. I, little... I, I thought it was just entertainingly sort of artificial. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that dream sequence that uh, Randy Mukherjee has on the train is really fun. Mm-hmm. When she falls asleep on the train and then kind of imagines like this wild dancing dream sequence with her and Abhishek Bhakshan. They also have a fairly sexy uh, running around in an abandoned city one. Yeah. yeah. Which also he does in uh, Bluffmaster. And I think this one's better. He's also pretty like, this movie's a little horny at times too. Yeah. Yeah. Not in a bad way. No. Uh, There is no bad way. (laughs) I think there is sometimes. But so yeah, we enjoyed it, but wanted to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. Maybe which the is, second one will be better. Which is I don't know. Sometimes how it goes. Maybe the sixteen years later sequel, not featuring the main uh, actor in it, will be better. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it seems unlikely. I love Saif Ali Khan, but I don't know. They, I think they do kind of end this film in a fun way that does open it up to a sequel that I would be interested in. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see what the the spiritual sequel is like. Yeah, I feel like it's probably just a cash in. Like, oh, people like this movie sixteen years ago. Let's. Uh, Let's do that again. Yeah, so? Yeah. Do you think Paddington 2 is a cash-in? Well, no. <laughs> it features the real Paddington, who is a real person, and uh, was present for the making of the second I'm just film. saying, to a certain extent, all sequels are cash-ins. Sure, but 16 years later, or 15, I guess, yeah. or for when it's supposed to come out, right? and not featuring all the same cast? Well, we have Randy Mukherjee. Sure, but I don't know. It's kind of weird. We'll see. We'll see what it's like. All right, uh, what are we listening to? It's interval time. Uh, from Bonte or Bubbly, we're what, listening to Kajra Ray. This episode of Bollywood for Lovers is brought to you by Yeg Podfest, presented by Edmonton Community Foundation, in partnership with the Alberta Podcast Network and LitFest, Canada's nonfiction festival. Running October 1st through 3rd, Yeg Podfest will be held all online this year, so anyone can tune in to experience it. Events include master classes with professional podcasters, panel discussions, feature interviews, and more. Some of APN's member shows will be there too, so join us for the virtual party from October 1st through 3rd. 
To check out the full lineup and get tickets, head to yegpodfest.ca. That's Y-E-G podfest dot C-A. It's a conspiracy! All right. It's a Conspiracy is the podcast where we lay out the beliefs behind selected conspiracy theories, alternative accounts, legends, myths, and more. We do our best to present these without coloring them with our opinion until the end, where we let our feelings fly. We also do beer reviews, chat about geek culture, and whatever else strikes our fancy. Good times. And we're a part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. So that was Kadra Ray from Bunty Or Bubbly. And just imagine Ashwari Rai dancing around sexily while you heard that 30 seconds of the song. I know I did. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to imagine. No, I do it all the time. Um, so our next film from 2005 where uh, Abhishek Bachchan does crimes is Bluffmaster. Mm-hmm. Directed by Rohan Sippy. Uh, based off the Argentine film Nine Queens and... I looked up nothing about this film. Yeah. Well, it looked like there was maybe a 60s movie called Bluffmaster, and then also uh, a couple South Indian versions. So this seems to be pretty popular. And when I was talking to... And Bunty or Bobbly has been remade as well in South India. So I was talking about... Last night I tweeted, like, you know, Bluffmaster kind of slaps. And I had a lot of people, like, really like it. And especially they like the soundtrack a lot, which I thought was pretty good. And also, I was told that it was written by Sri Ram Raghavan's brother. Mm-hmm. So, knowing that, the kind of 2005 filminess makes a lot of sense, and the twisty turny storyline makes sense mm-hmm. if he's anything like uh, Sri Ram. Yeah. Um, so, like, this is kind of this is well liked, but maybe not as huge of a hit because yeah. you have right here that it was the 17th highest grossing film. So yeah, it, it was a, it was I mean, definitely not as big of a cultural mind uh, turn turning point. It had a mixed critical response, and yeah, seven. But I mean, 17. That's not bad. Maybe when you think about how many movies are released in India in a year. I guess I uh, well Hindi ones presumably. This uh, this has a really killer cast though. So Abhishek, uh, Priyanka Chopra, aka Piggy Chops, as she uh, calls herself at the end. Uh, Ritesh Deshmukh in a role that I actually liked him in, although he's featured solely as Ritesh. Featured solely as Ritesh. Yeah. Ritesh, no Deshmukh. Yeah. Uh, Nana Patakar is in this, as well as Bomanarani, your favorite and mine. Yes. Mugging up up a storm. Can we still say friend of the show because he tweeted you once? Yeah, friend of the show, Bomanarani. Thank you. Uh, So I really like this movie, although I will say it is kind of a slow starter. It took yeah. a while to get going. It did. It did. It did. I agree. Uh, but once... This is kind of... I have the opposite reaction to this film as I did to It Bunty gets better and better, whereas yeah. Bunty or Bobbly started off really high. Yeah. Uh, so Abhishek Bachchan is the titular bluffmaster, uh, which he mentions in the song a few times and then later on like says a few times like it's a word that people say, like he's a bluffmaster. Oh, you know, a classic bluffmaster type move. I mean, maybe it is a term in India. We've already established there are other movies named bluffmaster. Maybe. Uh, so we find him doing a scheme where he's kind of trapping a, a film producer by um, pretending that like he calls the film producer and he pretends that he is trying to pay off a blackmail or something. And the film producer being greedy is like, oh, well, I know this isn't for me. I'm not doing the blackmail, but I'll go grab this reward. 
But um, when he grabs the reward, a bunch of cops show up, led by Abhishek Bachchan. And they essentially walk this producer through how they're going to encounter kill him, which I thought was pretty dark, actually. Like, oh, the suspect fired a round off at us, ping. And then we fired one at him. We, we lost one of our own guys in, in this conflict. He got shot in the leg. Shoot, own guy. Like, uh, if this was like a serious movie, uh, like, um, like an Anurag Kashyap or something, and seeing how cops will you know, set people up, mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty wild. But uh, this is obviously a scam. And uh, in the course of this... I mean, the movie is called Bluff Master. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a classic Bluff Master scenario. And in the course of this, um, Abhishek kind of screws over one of his uh, compatriots, Omar. Um, but then later on, he sees a, uh, a pretty low-level scammer trying to rob uh, Bomanarani. This is uh, Ritesh Deshmukh and his buddy. Sorry, who? Ritesh. Thank you. Uh, and they, they contrive a scenario where they uh, make Bomanarani think that he's been shot. Mm-hmm. And they use like uh, a boom box to make it sound like uh, paramedics are coming. And they smear some ketchup on him to make him think he's been shot. He's a doctor, so he should probably know what <laughs> a gunshot looks like. But they, they kind of finesse this guy into giving him... Uh, into giving them their, his watch and his briefcase and all this stuff. And Abhishek uh, kind of tracks him down because uh, the doctor wants his help and realizes, okay, this this annoying kid, I could kind of take him under my wing just because he's so bad at this. And I, I'm i going to stop bluff mastering because my uh, fiance has left me. She found out that I'm a criminal. So I'm going to try and, uh, you know, go straight, but kind of, do one last couple schemes with uh, Ritesh Deshmukh. And he has a pretty great um, description of all the, the fish. He's got a fish metaphor mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, your nine to five working guys are such and such kind of fish. Anchovies. Or They're, no, they an- weren't anchovies. I think the poor people are anchovies. The next one up is some other kind of fish. But what you want, it, um, you want like a, like a tuna that can keep you Shark. going. You want, no, no, the, you want the whale is the big one. Oh, the whale's the but big like one. But like a tuner or something can keep you going Pomfret for a month. Yeah, yes. Uh, Pomfrey. Um, but what you really want to do if you want to retire is find a whale and knock him over. So oh, the, mackerel was the... Uh, mackerel, yeah. Was people like us who have day jobs. Yeah. So um, Ritesh Jekshmuk tells Abhishek Bachchan the terrible story about how his father was robbed of 1.4 uh, million rupees. This made him go insane and he lives in a sanitarium now. Uh, and it's this guy named Chandru who owns a hotel. And he's kind of a prick. He also feels up uh, Priyanka Chopra during a job interview. So we're, we're like, this guy sucks. Let's get him. I'm not going to say what happens, but they have this pretty big elaborate scheme to make him think that he's buying stolen diamonds. Mm-hmm. And I love a scheme. This has so many schemes. Like It has schemes within schemes. Bunty or Bobbly has a few, but they don't really go into them that much. Like They kind of do the first one, and then after that, it's just like... Oh, now they're wearing this costume. And the this... Taj Mahal one. Yeah, whereas this has like four or five different schemes that you actually yeah. see the whole thing. Yeah. And I like that a lot. So uh, this movie's a lot of fun. You felt like this one delivered more on the con aspect. Yeah, the bluff mastering is strong yes. in this one. I have a question for you, though. Yes? Who is the bluff master? I mean, if I was to tell you the identity of the real bluff master, I think that would ruin the end of the movie. And it is a pretty good ending. It's a good ending. I was, I kind of saw it coming... Because yeah. some of the things that happen early on are very um, amateurish. Like, 
I don't. Think I feel like a real bluff master would see through some of this stuff. I don't think it's a surprise that there is a twist in this film. Yeah, like, it's fun though. It's a fun yeah. twist. I wasn't expecting a twist in Bunty or Bobbly, but I was expecting a twist here. Yeah, uh, it's very satisfying. The movie turns into day for night basically by the end of it, <laughs> and you see a whole production being formed. Yeah. So yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, just this is the 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 Truffaut of Bollywood. <laughs> yeah, uh, this movie has weird music though. Um, I like. It, but it's that kind of like rapping was just invented or something and it's just thrown in willy-nilly and we've established this blondie invented rapping in the early 80s yeah it it's kind of like an awkward time for fashion as well as uh um Look. music and Look. bluffing the mid-2000s. They were rough all over the place. They were. It was rough everywhere. Why has this aesthetic come back? And 2005 is, is sort of like here's 2000. As we've established in like Dilchetta Hay and a few others. Like fashion's about five years behind in Hindi films as it is to the West. Yeah. So he's wearing a lot of like but cowboy then it's pr- shirts. It, but then it's more advanced over in East Asia. Yeah. Uh, I was just waiting for him to do up his goddamn uh sleeves he's just got pirate sleeves hanging open all the time uh and i'll i'll say this is not a complaint that i have a lot but i would say that the the dance scenes in this are very male gazy mm. it's a lot of like uh you might not get the, uh, you might get this uh, but you didn't have much music growing up and this will entirely alienate our audience outside of canada is it? Are you gonna say electric circus? It is very electric circus. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of it like, is electric circus. There's a lot of like gyrating bodies of women, and it's just like you don't see their faces. And while this is enjoyable to a certain extent, it's it's different from the way that women are portrayed in most movies. Didn't they show like some electric circus on A Channel? I swear there was some electric circus. Not it it might have been on A Channel. Yeah, I I mean the electric circus was a show uh, <laughs> that uh, teenage and tween age me enjoyed very much. Which is basically, I think it was Saturday nights. The uh, much yeah, Mu- it aired on Much Music and City TV. And City AKA TV, well, yeah, C- City TV is owned by Moses Neimer as well. Yeah. So uh, what happened was every, I think it was Saturday nights. There would basically just be a big dance party at the Much Music it played, headquarters. It ran for fifteen seasons. Yeah. The only thing I remember from this show is just people dancing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I'm, get, I'm getting to, dancing to EDM. I'm getting to something here. Um, so it would basically just be like you're invited to a hot dance party in Toronto, a horrible city that no one should go to. But um, like it was just kind of exciting because I'm a teenager who lives in the middle of nowhere, and I probably will never attend a dance party on that level. I did a few times when I was in university, but like this was something that was nothing like my experience. Okay, right? there was a francophone version as well, which Ugh, baffles that me sounds because awful. I don't even remember anyone speaking in this show. It's just people no, dancing. It's just people dancing around. Anyways, it's like going to a really big club and like the camera just looks at people dancing. Uh, An extremely cheap show to make. The French version was called Musique Plus. Oh, <laughs> classic. Quebecois understatement there. Um, but what I'm getting at is, uh, yeah, the club scenes are kind of shot like Electric Circus. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if MTV India had anything like this, but uh, it was just a kind of a beloved Canadian institution. <laughs> and beloved Canadian children. They had nothing better to do than watch... On a Saturday night, than yeah. watch other people party. <laughs> than watch 20-something-year-olds <laughs> dance yeah. in a club in Toronto. But... 
No, it wasn't a club. It was the main Much Music headquarters. Yeah, sorry. It was... And... Uh, well, no, it... The name did originate from a nightclub that uh, that existed in City TV's first studio. Okay. Yeah. But then they get to this sort of big castle-looking studio, which is like the iconic Much studio. Yeah. And about six years ago, I went to Toronto for work, and my hotel was kind of near this place. And by then, it has really just, uh, like like most terrestrial TV stuff, like it's really nothing anymore. And I was so sad. Like, I saw this big thing. I'm just like, I used to dream about this place. Like, I would go here, and there'd be, like, lots of hot ladies around. And now it's just me in February in Toronto. I hate this place. The first uh, host uh, was Monica Dale. Javi. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably, like, a uh, oral history of uh, uh, Electric Circus somewhere, and maybe... I don't know. Everyone was high all the time. They probably were. You didn't really see a lot of booze, but I'm sure there was a lot of uh, Molly being done. I'm sure this was a. Uh, this was really. This is great. This I, is great I think concept. our audience really appreciates me talking about a TV show that I watched when I was a sad country boy uh, with satellite TV. Um, but like. Oh no! I, I had to wait for it to come on age. Yeah, you you were even worse. You had to wait for it to be on Farmer Vision, but like. That's the sort of vibe it is. It's like 2005. It it's, it's like totally this vibe. club vibe and yeah. lots of sort of ugly clothes. Well, and I will say that kind of anytime we have a dance scene um, in a club from like this era of Bollywood, like I think of like the dance, like the club in Dil Chata, Chata, hey? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. It's always going to remind me of the electric circus. Like but that is your more. Kind of like. Not leather pants, but kind of like. Leather. Yeah. Like shiny PVC pants and like. Yeah. Those like tops that girls wear. It's hung. tied on the back and it yeah, looks like a like, big bandana. Like, yeah, with strings and bandanas. Yeah, and, like if, if just ima- like, imagine what Paris Hilton looks like in your head. This is like what she wore all the yeah, time. Yeah, and then like and like a lip liner that is a shade like two or three shades darker than the lip gloss. I don't know if I ever noticed that, but uh, really? sure. Oh, it's a. I would not. I would not be looking at their lips. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, this is a bad time for fashion in this film. Yeah, and. Like, this is shot like that, because um, yeah. uh, Ami, uh, Ami Shek, uh he develops a brain tumor, basically, and mm-hmm. he's been kind of, like, pre-DevD stumbling around, and, like, the whole screen becomes very uh, melty, and, uh, like, he's in bad shape. Um, and they even reference Dev Das at some point, Ritesh yeah. Deshmukh's like, Dev Das was an idiot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is probably the most I've ever liked Ritesh Deshmukh in a movie. Um, he's because, really good because it's about it's he starts off as an annoying character like he does a lot of the time, um, and he's not trying to be like a heavy like in uh, Ek villain where it never really suited oh, yeah. him. Uh, in this, like you you get it, he's kind of like a little grifter guy, and it it makes sense. Yeah, no, I I actually really like him in this role. I think he's well suited to it. He's kind of I don't know. You made a comment that he's a bit kind of like uh, Bollywood's um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, yeah, and. And I, I don't want that to come across as... Um, no, at this time, Rob Schneider was killing it. Yeah. He was um, he was the animal. He was Deuce Bigelow. He was a carrot. Uh, he had all of these things going on. He was on top of the world in 2005. Yeah. What uh, I'm saying is, like, I, I don't want that to be a... Sl- it's kind of like, like... To either Ritesh Eshmook or... No, it's like a wise guy Schneider. type character. Yeah. Like, like a kind of nervy wise guy. Which, yeah. Someone who maybe like 
I don't know, maybe Harvey Keitel would have been in the 70s. Kind of like a young hustler. And he does a really good job at this. But I agree with you because I'm, kind of, I'm looking over his filmography and kind of of the stuff I've seen, like Aladdin did not think yeah, he was, was good, right for Aladdin. Uh Grand Masty, no. Yeah, like Ak those Hillen, sort of no. uh, those sort of boner Household, comedies. Three, like he, he's no. he's he's kind of annoying in this, Banjo, but it, it's no. it's for like a a reason, right? Because yeah. he's supposed to be taken under Abhishek's wing and learns how to be better at his crimes. Yeah, and I also I think the relationship between him and Abhishek Bachchan, uh, I, I think there's a lot of chemistry there. I think there's more chemistry there. Uh, like friendly chemistry, but more chemistry there than I think he has with Priyanka Chopra. Like, I yeah, we know. barely even talked about her. But yeah, I don't know if I really buy the kind of the love story going on in this film. Something that but was I interesting is that really care. she has like kind of like blue collar jobs. Like she is like the the manager of a restaurant. Yeah, which. You don't typically see her having like a normal person job. Either it's like a a drama like The Sky's Pink or something where she's living in London, I believe. They go there eventually. Yeah. And she's like uh, got some sort of academic job or like she's a, you know, a daddy's girl or something like that. This one, she's just got a normal job. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Well, she just works for a magazine in Dostana. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see her kind of be a normal person. Sure. <laughs> it's weird to say, but she doesn't do that that much. Yeah, well, I mean, she's Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, I mean, if I looked like Priyanka Chopra, I would be the least normal person in the world. <laughs> she actually is Miss India. Yeah. Um, or she's the Desi girl. Whatever. I think I... it was Miss Gal- Miss Universe. Yeah, I don't remember. We read the whole book. I don't, we don't remember, remember which one she won. And uh, <laughs> uh, I don't believe that this book comes up in her biography. We should this probably the, this. The, yeah, we should. We should always check whenever we watch a Priyanka Chopra movie to see if it's one of like the three that she mentions. I'm gonna check now. Cross reference. Oh, yeah. You're gonna check now. Yeah. Is there even a like an index in that book? This is gonna be fun content to edit. Okay, we've checked. No Bluffmaster. There's no reference to Bluffmaster. Even though someone on Twitter memoir. told me that she sang a song that was not in the film, like there's kind of there's a sort of rap video type thing at the end in the yeah. credits. Where her nickname Piggy Chops is brought up. Yeah, but she but she apparently doesn't sing on it. Piggy Chops or Pranks? I think Pranks is probably like pranks. a lot uh, more kind of a nickname, <laughs> I would say. I like Pranks. But if she's self-applying Piggy Chops, I mean, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I I just, I didn't care about the the love story here in this film, which is fine. No, like, she's no Rani Mukherjee, like, because every time they're together in Bunty or Bobbly, it's very enjoyable. It's kind of a yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Or but here like the a, whole time, it's like he's trying to get her back. And she's like, no, you're a con man. Oh, and you have a brain tumor. I'm so sad. Yeah. He also does this really... Get back to the cons. He also has this really weird thing where he says, oh, we're going to go to my friend's house. Uh, my friend is uh, oh, looking yeah. to adopt some kids. Um, and... You know, he wants to get married right away. Oh, by the way, the friend is me. Will you marry me? Like, that's a weird move, and I guess it worked, but it this a, is this is hardly your bluff mastery. It was a very awkward proposal. I think bluff mastery is at an all-time low at that for that particular bluff. Uh, so I think overall we, we quite enjoyed bluff master. It's fun seeing young Abhishek Bachchan because... I think now he's trying to do these elder statesman type roles and it doesn't always yeah. fit like the big bull. That was just boring. He's good at being a con man. My my favorite And he's not being a cop, right? Like yeah. that's the kind of default 
Bollywood hero roles. You could be a cop, but that's boring. I, I like him as kind of a rogue. My it, favorite Abhishek Bachchan performances are generally comedies. Happy New Year. English, English, English. I, yeah, that's very he's funny. hilarious and Happy New Year. Um, I mean, I like him in the Doom films, though. Yeah. I generally think he's, that the, he's outshine, outshined? Uh, outshone. Outshone by uh, the villains in But that's his Doom job, though, right? Like, he's supposed yeah. to be, like, a stoic kind of weird guy who yeah. is the straight man. And he does a really good job on that. And especially in Doom 3, his... He's so over the top, like punching guys through walls and stuff, that it has its own sort of comic genius behind it. Mm-hmm. I like him in Ravan a lot. That's yeah, that's, that that's probably his best acting that we've seen. That's that's an intense role. I think yeah. he's very good in it. But generally, I kind of I kind of think he shines the best for me personally in in comedies. I think both of these roles really he you know he's really suited to both of these roles. I found his performance really enjoyable in both of them. Uh, yeah, that this is kind of the mode that I like him in. Though, like, I do think he has range as Raban. Yeah. And and as the Doom films, like, he can do the action thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I like Abhishek Bachchan. I was not crazy about Ludo or The Big Bull, kind of the two films we've seen him in most recently. I don't think he he's was... great in Man Marzion too. Where yes. again, he's yeah, he's the straight man. Again. He's the straight man. He's really good in it. I would say that the problems with Ludo are not his, although his is like the worst segment. Yeah, but it's not the worst segment because of him. Yeah, it's... Or because of the little girl. It's the worst segment just because it feels like underdeveloped. Yeah, it's... Yeah, he could do that role well. It's just... It, yeah. It's just a boring part of the movie and you want to go back to the two people who don't talk, the blue part. Yeah. I think he was red, right? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. His next role is going to be in Bob Biswas, which is the uh, Kahani yeah. spinoff. Bob Biswas. Uh, I'm excited for that one. Although I'm pretty sure Bob Biswas died in the course of Kahani. But... Well, he's apparently playing Bob Biswas. So what? I'm confused by that. It's but... not uh, Gajraj Rao, right? Isn't that who played Bob Biswas? No, it was. Um... Or am I confusing him with... Uh... They look similar. They really do look similar. It's a Bengali guy. Uh, is Swasta Chatterjee. Okay, but he does look Swaswata. sort of... He's got Swaswata? Swaswata Chatterjee? Yeah, he does kind of look like Gajraj Rao. Yeah. I do, it's the glasses, I think. Yeah. But he's playing Bob Biswas? Uh, this is according to Wikipedia. That doesn't make Take any sense. everything with a grain of salt. Well... Um, but I am excited for that film. Yeah. Bob Biswas was one of the best parts of Kahani. A great movie. Kahani's so. great. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast. Um, we okay. talked about Kahani 2. Well, I talked about Kahani 2 because yeah. I saw it. Uh, okay, we have um, lost the point of this episode. Did, uh, we, did we really or did we come around to the point that he's a gifted comedic actor and he should do more comedies? Yeah. But also he's good in action and he's good in dramas. He just shouldn't be a we, cop or trying to play a real life person because he... We the like, problem with him is he is a real life person, right? Yeah. Like he is a celebrity based on his parents yeah so like he's always kind of gonna have to work against that or play into it depending on what movie he is so like i think his outsized personality in the real world is a tool that he can use well and also he's married to ashwari rai like (sighs) he does kind of it's hard to feel bad for him right his his parents (laughs) things are are going pretty well iconic famous actors and then he married 
uh, one of the most famous actresses in the world. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But I, 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 I do like him. I think he's good in both of these movies. He's not just a star kid that, you know, his dad is this huge actor and he gets debuted to mixed results. Like, he is his own sort of character. Yeah. He can do things that his father can't do. Yeah. He is much better in Bunty or Bobbly than his father. Yeah. I think I think he has range. I think he has, you know, his own his own persona that is probably a bit more downplayed and a bit more humble mm-hmm. than uh, his famous family members. Uh, but I really appreciate uh, I really appreciate him of both these films. And, it's just the big bull sucked in, is the problem. That's the last movie we saw him. Yeah, I would say for the most part, I've liked more of his performances than I've disliked. I even liked him in Housewell Three, which is not a movie. That I yeah. think is good by any means, but I do think he's funny in it because I think he's a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, I wish he would do a comedy every year. Yeah. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, thank you for thank you for your patience as we took a month off. Uh, hope we hope you're happy that we're back. We're happy to be back. Um, we are going to be back again in, in two uh, weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. What are we going to be discussing, Matt? Well. I hear you like bachans, yes. so we put some bachans in your bachans. Uh, sure. We're going to be doing some more of uh, Bachan Senior. Yeah. We're going to be looking at some mid-80s stuff. I think it's probably 84 to 87, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, we're going to be continuing with our Bachan series, so probably watching three films. I want to see a Juba. Um, I, I don't think it's in this segment, but I've heard that that is a wild film. Yes. Well, we can work on it at some point. Yeah. Uh, but yes, watching uh, some three Amitabh Bachchan films from kind of as we move into the '80s, we forget exactly what years we're at, and you know, if we were professional podcasters, we'd look it up, but we're not. No. Uh, in the meantime, plus we've seen so many goddamn Amitabh Bachchan movies that they do kind of run together. In the meantime, Matt. Oh, and Sean came up in uh, Oh yeah, in Bluffmaster. Yeah, another sort of little filmy gag right yeah there's also a good moment where Ritesh Deshmukh is like watching like crime movies yeah to learn how to do better schemes yeah uh uh uh, is like you don't learn anything watching those in the meantime Matt how can people keep up with the show at Bollywood Pod on Twitter tumblr.com slash Bollywood for Lovers facebook.com slash Bollywood for Lovers I'm at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S I'm at Ernie Fraser, E-R-N-E-F-R-A-S-E-R. Leave us a review and rating at your podcatcher of choice, and probably any of them now. If we don't see it, just tweet us, too, because... Yeah, our message uh, um, Apple Podcasts still pain in the ass, and there's just been a lot of chaos in the podcasting world. Chaos. While you're leaving that star rating and a review, you can subscribe to my other show that I do with Paul Matwichuk uh, called Trash Art in the Movies. We just did an episode on... Uh, Scarface from the 30s and Scarface from the 80s. Yeah, they were supposed to do a new Scarface, too. I think in the 2010s. Just can't, people can't get enough Scarface. Yeah, I wonder what kind of immigrant he'll be in this one. Mm. Maybe he'll be, I don't know, Somali or something. Could be interesting. Yeah, that would make sense for Edmonton, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Check that out. That's yeah, good. just keep on botching. Sure.